We received tons of questions about how to donate. But, true to our mission, we only accept equipment and supplies. If you still want to contribute, but don't have equipment, you can shop our exclusive Little Wins merchandise. Proceeds from your purchase go right back into our website, making it better for you. And you get to wear some fun Little Wins gear. Shop Little Wins directly on our website at littlewins.com. Ooh, don't you love when she says that? Yes. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the Little Wins Podcast. I'm Lexis Surratt and I am super excited to be meeting with my new best friend. I loved that in your email. Sean yeah, Satterfield. Best, best friend. Best friends connected immediately. Sean Satterfield, founder of Shine Music, right? Yep, that's it. And you have a really exciting event coming up that I honestly... I'm so pumped about that. I get nervous when I talk about it because I just don't want to mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do it justice. But the Shine Music Festival is the first of its kind in the entire world. Yep. And it's happening on August 8th. It's an event where, and now I'm going to get emotional, where people of all abilities yes. will be able to experience the music. Absolutely. Together, not Together. separated. It's absolutely incredible. I went to a sporting event last weekend and every single time I take, you know, my daughter has cerebral palsy, one of my four kids. And every time I take her anywhere, I'll carry her. I don't care. I want her to be able to see. I want her to sit with us. I want her to have the experience and I'll just put her on my back. But I know I may not always be able to do that. I will die trying. <laughs> I will die trying. But, <laughs> yeah. but talking to you last week about this, um, I was so glad that we were introduced because it's always been in the back of my mind. As she gets older, we're a big music family. And you and I talked about this. We're both huge music fans, right? Music yeah, is it's my happy place. You 100%. Mm -hmm. I want her to be able to experience these things. So you're right on time, honey. It may be late. It may be late for the whole world, but for me and my daughter, you're right on time. She's awesome. Awesome about it. It's um, I think for the people, if we could just start at the beginning, um, to fully understand the magic of this, what it means to experience um, a music festival for for individuals with all abilities includes, um, I I think you said braille menus. Is that Right. Yeah, we have we have um, we've utilized Braille on our concert T-shirts, um, and from the research, you know, and granted, you know, Google has gotten me through ninety-nine percent of this planning um, because th things just haven't happened before, and so I've got to figure them out as they come on. And um, and I found that Stevie Wonder had done a, a private show or something with Braille on a T-shirt, but no concert, no music festival um, has ever had it. So we have Braille that says Shine Music Festival on our T-shirts. Awesome. It's so cool. And then yeah. you have sensory tents. We have, actually we have an entire, it started off as a tent. Okay. And it, um, thanks to the amazing city of Denver, uh, we were able to incorporate this upper pavilion that is normally not part of the Levitt Pavilion um, for concerts. And um, we have created an entire um, neurodiverse area that um, we've had so many different organizations that we've worked with that specialize in neurodiversity um, that have worked hard together to create this. Um, and one of the things that, um, in addition to this huge space that um, is, is there, we also have um, the Autism Community Store has a um, sensory bus that I have not been in yet, and I'm really, really excited to go into it because it's a bus that they have. Um, apparently, the entire inside is transformed, and there's like a tree and a water fountain, and you use these lights and you find things, and um, and so it's just really everything. That's what's really amazing. Everything that we've done to um, make the event accessible is 
awesome for everyone, whether you have a disability or not. You know, you don't have to have a disability or be neurodiverse to go into this bus and not think it's really great. Well, so, and like, I just want to add to that for those who don't know what neurodiversity looks like, mm-hmm. I am actually in the category of neurodiverse. I'm ADD diagnosed, but it's been a long time. <laughs> and also dyslexic. There's a whole, you know, broad range of, of what could put you in that category. And it's not always visible to, right. to everybody. And I love that you're doing that. Do you have like kinetic toys in there? Like squeezy things or clicky mm-hmm. things? Yeah. yeah. I love those. Yeah. Yeah, the autism store was great. They've provided us with so much stuff um, for that. And um, we're getting all that because it's such a that team grew into such a massive uh, organization in and of itself. uh, We're in the process of gathering all the details of everything and everyone involved um, to announce that Um, uh, our goal is to get that announced by the end of the month, um, along with our entire map, right, so that people know where things are um, and um, and can plan their day accordingly ahead of time rather than waiting till they get there and figuring it out with thousands of other people around them which is huge and that's with your um, you know with your pathways and and I was listening to you have a great interview on I think YouTube right where you don't have a VIP section you right you're going to start your concert on time. What? I've been to (laughs) concerts. I heard that. And I was like, girl, I would come just for that. You know, (laughs) you know that the show is starting at this time plan accordingly. You get a map beforehand and then you have accessible pathways. And so you can, you know, if you want to be in the front, you show up early, like you any other time and find your place. And also I have to add that I love this story even more because it is my hometown. Denver is my hometown and I am so proud. I'm just so proud of you. I'm so proud of Denver for, for hosting this very first, very important event that I truly think is going to change so many people's lives in music as well. You know, the understanding of the importance of music. Uh, it just gets me a little bit emotional. You always get me all. <laughs> oh, just I'm, 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 I'm going to fight it. Cause the moment it happens, it's going it, to, I'm not going to be able to turn it off. I know, but we already agreed. It's water. We'll yep. let it flow. Yep. We'll let no, it go. When that moment. They're happy tears. They're happy tears. Absolutely. So accessible pathways. And then what else? I, I want you to tell the people about the coolest part to me. And there's so many, uh, but there like, is. But for Um, for hearing impaired, and can I have one too? (laughs) Yeah. Tell them. They're actually on target. They're actually on target. Um, So full body sound. uh, And there's an interview on YouTube with him as well. And he he Googled. uh, He is a uh, rocket scientist by... um, by profession and uh, he kind of started wondering about um, how could they take what we hear from music and turn that into a form of feeling how can they make people feel music and um, and this device that he has and it's really small it started I think the first one um, the first prototype was in an Altoid box and so um, they just created this um, really amazing device that can plug into your cell phone or anything, and it's got these little um, patches that kind of put on, and they stimulate. So you could do it on your arm, you could do it on your back, you can do it on your legs, you could do it anywhere. And it um, and when it, the only way I can describe it. Um, because I ugly cried when I tried it. I ugly, ugly, really bad cried. Um, I too. It's incredible. It's-, it's like the band was inside me. Like it wasn't just this this loud bass feeling, you know, that it was every nuance of the song. Of course, when I was listening to, um, he told me to pick a song that meant something to me. So I picked a song that I walked down the aisle to um, that makes me cry when I hear it, Glory by Umphreys McGee. 
a Chicago band, uh, and um, they're my happy place. And um, and I put I chose that, not thinking. I didn't think. It, I mean, I thought it was gonna be cool. I didn't expect it to be. The moment it turned on, it was it. I mean, I, there wasn't a kind of escalating to crying. It was like the moment it turned on, it the band, the music was inside me. It was in it, which is where it really is anyway, right? The music is in my soul. I look at music as the language of my soul. I do too. It, but you felt it on every every level, level of my being. being. Yeah. Every <laughs> level of my being. I. And I I want to say, what's his name? The, who do that? His name is Griffin. Griffin. And he, and I'm really bad. Um, uh, uh, Griffin Hale, um, him and his wife, uh, Allison, and they are amazing. And they are on target as of right now to have this device available for sale for the first time ever. So not only is it a, um, you know, they've definitely been at some conventions and had people trying it, um, but the real, the general public has never seen it or experienced it. So it will be there. And, um, and I definitely, I told them already, I want to be first in line to buy it because that's what I need to just sit at home and do all the time. Um, and then feel the beat they um, they have a dance studio here in Denver that has bone conducting oscillators underneath the floor that allow people to experience music through vibrational energy. And the first time I ever saw that were little girls in tutus doing ballet, and there was no music that I could hear, but they were experiencing it through the floor. So um, that floor will, they have a, a, they've created a portable version of it and that will be there as well. Um, and the devices are for people of all abilities to experience. This is such a moving and stunningly beautiful example of teamwork. Oh. And I'm such a big teamwork girl, if you know me at all. I think it truly is the only way that we will get to our end goals is if we all bring, bring it together, what you yep. have, what I have, what started with your vision. And that must be, I think that's why we're both so emotional right now, but it's because I can totally relate. I started something that didn't exist before. And, and I just felt so. You were willing to give up everything. Everything. Really, everything. I'm willing to risk everything that I have done to get to where I am today for this. Oop, there it comes. I get you. <laughs> um, yeah. You know. I want to know how, actually, yeah, how did you come up with this idea? What's the, well, anything you want to tell me about <laughs> your backgrounds or tell the people, but I, I would have to assume everyone would wonder because it's brilliant. It's so simple, right? Everybody wants to experience music. So simple. But it has not happened before. Right. It's done. It's had on, um, and when I say, and it's not a knock on or other organizations and events that have um, definitely brought in um, uh, accessibility. You know, there are companies like Accessible Festivals and, and other organizations that are out there that are doing this work, right? And, um, but it's the collaboration of all of these things that you're exactly. About. It's this That's whole um, yeah. It, it's that I like to say. I mean, I created the clearing, right? So it was, um, and I have a, a shine the light series coming out. I recorded this weekend with um, Cliff, who's the original street busker, who's the best street busker in the original video that I saw um, that came out, I think, in 2017, and I saw it in 2018, and um, it was of him playing his guitar for a little girl, Lacey, and um, she happened to be blind and autistic, mm -hmm. and it was the moment that um, he placed her hand on the guitar, and she calmed, and she lifted her face up to the sun, which is why it's called the Shine Music Festival, because it was at that moment when she let out the most beautiful smile. I connected, like I'm watching it. I'm not in front of her. I'm watching a social media video. 
and I knew what that smile was because it's the same smile that I have when I'm at a live music event and the energy from the crowd connects with the energy from the band and this magic bubble happens and you look over to the person next to you and you there are no words needed you both just smile and you there's it's just it's this knowing, it's this place that's created, like it's almost as if we're transported somewhere for that moment in time. And, and so I recognized it. I, I, I felt it through the video and I couldn't stop thinking about it. I mean, it was nonstop. And I mean, I dreamt about it. I thought about it. And um, I spent a lot about six months going, well, why me? There's a lot of companies and organizations out there that could do this. And surely it's happened. You know, surely this has happened before. And um, no, I just, you know, couldn't find anything. And I had people in um, Cliff who's in actually Grimsby, UK. So that's what's crazy. He's all the way around the world. And here I am in Denver, see this video. And this has all transpired from it. And, um, and what I, when I interviewed him this weekend, he said, when I saw Lacey, I didn't see a little girl that was blind or autistic. Cause I just didn't, he said, her grandmother told me that she was blind and that she was autistic. And I just didn't see that. And he goes, because I knew she saw me. <laughs> he Girl, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> he, oh, I mean, I sobbed through the interview, so I'm going to have to edit, you know, my face no, out. No, don't edit it. It was um, so real. It, and it, people need to feel this. Like it, it, it's so relatable. It's so simple. It's so relatable. It doesn't matter your ability. It doesn't matter who you are. These mm-hmm. emotions are so simple and everybody feels them. And, and girl. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you have um, focus, Lex? Did you have a background or a connection to, uh, you know, disabilities beforehand, or? Uh, I did in a. I did in ways that I didn't even remember until um, this year, actually, when Mark Farrell interviewed me for um, his podcast Insight. Um, I kind of started all of a sudden remembering some things and, um, and it sounds weird that I would forget it, but, um, my mother, uh, was a secretary, um, and this is going to date it. The name of the facility she was a secretary for was mid Nebraska mental retardation center. Horrendous name. That's what it was called. Yep. And it gets worse because all my mother was, was a secretary. She had no training. She knew nothing. Um, and one day she came home with um, Wanda to come live with us. Me and my sister, I was probably uh, 10. My sister was seven. I, Wanda, I, I know she, she was over at, at least 18. Um, and there was no training, there was no notification, there was no explaining. We just suddenly had um, a, a girl who had um, Down syndrome living with us. And um, I can't, my, my mother's gone, so I can't clarify things, but I know that it wasn't, I wanna say it was maybe, it was less than six months or so. Um, I really honestly don't know how in the world that happened. Like why you would just give someone that has needs that require an understanding and training and knowledge, um, why you would send a person, a human being home with someone that wasn't qualified. My mother was not qualified. Um, and, and it's no diss on her. Um, it's just not, it's just my, she, um, I'm going to be really blunt and honest. Um, it was a, it was money, you know, my money, my, we were not, we were, we were welfare and Mm -hmm. she, and that's the other thing. They sent her home with a welfare family and, uh, and, um, she did it for the money and that's, 
And I talked to my sister about it after and, and she's like, Oh, it haunts me to this day. And I'm like, yeah, you know? Um, And then I, my son was in uh, hockey and I want to say he was also around 10. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I'm still. Oh, I I know. (laughs) Yeah. My two two moments. But I'm like, Whoa. Um, Okay. I'm still, my brain is still recycling on the name of that facility, yes. but yep. every single day, I'm going to remember that every time I feel like we've really not come as far as I feel we should. Yeah. Um, like the seventies, late seventies, but that but I'm still not that long ago. No, burn it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't yeah. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear that again. Okay. Yeah. Woo. Um, is, do you keep in touch or do you? Oh, I have no idea. Um, like I said, I was only 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think her name was Wanda Prussia. I, you know, it's, I have one photo of her when we were camping or we were at a picnic. I have one photo of her and my dad um, and my sister and I. Wow. That's yeah. Fun. Yep. I think that's a really important experience. And I like to think that um, Wanda enjoyed her time with you guys. <laughs> yeah. I, we're, let's, it yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, she wasn't but, abused or anything like that. Yeah, of but course. We weren't, but we weren't, um, you know, we just, we just didn't, we didn't know, you know, I had never um, been even exposed to anyone with Down syndrome before that. So there, I, we just didn't even know. Uh, and that's what my sister and I were talking about. Like, what do we remember? And, you know, we just remember her being like, okay, we all had chores and, you know, just kind of day-to-day life stuff. Um, but it wasn't, yeah, she was way older than us, you know, too. So um, and to be honest, I remember I, she, the first thing my sister said was, I remember she had boobs and we didn't have boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so that so so that was our, oh, girl, that, that was our, yeah yeah so um you know that's how literally I think we were we were just even equally um enamored with the fact that she was a, a grown woman you know and so uh would it be safe we laugh? to say though that somewhere in the back of your minds and I'm not like trying to read your mind or, or assuming anything but would it be safe to say that that experience because what I'm hearing from you is that you didn't know what to do and I know how children are they want to help each other out children and their spirits I talk about all the time their soul and their openness to love and caring and acceptance is you know we I think as a culture can sometimes teach people to not be that way but but when they're when you're that little you're inherently just like Yeah. Let's let's be friends. Want to play? Yeah. The age difference had to have been, I am not a therapist. I'm not a doctor, but I think that this experience could definitely be a large part of why you would want um, inclusion and that you would fight so hard to create something and a beautiful event where everybody of all abilities can go because within all of the things we've already mentioned, also comes education and awareness with that question and you said that you just didn't know well a huge part of what I try to do with little ones too is is educate you know and just show people that this is what you know this is what this is this is what that is and it's it's like okay you know we're all just humans trying to get through our day but the more you know knowledge is power uh, and the 100%. more you experience these things together, especially a music festival, when it when you boil us all down to like simple syrup, we love music, we love love, we love community, and we really want to understand each other. I believe that wholeheartedly. This exactly. is like the perfect place for that. And so yeah, maybe that's- and that's what it is, though. And that's the thing, though. That's why music was the best place to have something like this happen, because it gives everyone there a common denominator. Yeah, right. right? And that we, yep. 
that you realize that regard, you know, like I said earlier, music has nothing to do with our outer shell. Um, It's something that, that speaks to us internally and um, whether it makes you happy, whether it makes you sad, whether it brings back memories, you know, and and you just bust out and dance and, um, and, you know, like me, I have no control over what that dance looks like. I gave up a long time ago trying to control it. Mm-mm. It's. No. It, it, okay. it. I have no control. I have no control. Uh, but now and now, when you think about that, it's like people are terrified to communicate because they are. You know, there's a positive. The positive thing about the vernacular that's happening in in the in this decade, well, really in the past few years, is that people are feeling um, empowered to to express themselves, however they express. So with the pronouns and and we're changing those words, right? We're taking out the words that um, that that we don't want to use to describe people. And what happens though is if you're not around that you don't know what to say and then you're scared you're going to say the wrong thing. And so you don't say anything. Nothing. And that is, yes, that's something I've talked about on this podcast many times. And I, from my experience, I was always taught to look away. Mm -hmm. The polite thing to do was to stare. Just don't just like let them be. Well, as a child, I was like, well, why? I would, I wouldn't want anybody to do that to me so it was always in the back of my mind I don't that doesn't make any sense and how could that possibly be polite <laughs> it, goes, it goes against like all common sense and totally but but I do think we are moving away from that because nobody wants to be ignored everybody just wants to be everybody just wants to live their damn lives honestly <laughs> like frankly yeah. and and yeah. speak their truth and I love that people are coming out when just, just to derail this for a second sidebar, when I was trying to find a way to solve for, for an equipment issue with individuals with disabilities and, and um, create just hopefully more access to these super necessary items, I did this discovery of over 170 families. Um, and I couldn't believe that they even wanted to talk to me at first, but I just wanted to find, like you just said, the common denominators. And I just wanted to maybe find two, that everybody, no matter what their socioeconomical breakdown was, their symptoms, diagnosis, all of this, uh, what are we all, what are the pain points, the two most common pain points? And I really think that, the most important thing I learned from that was the loneliness. Mm-hmm. And obviously we knew that they needed things, but nobody ever said, I need help. They said, certainly someone else needs more help than I do. This community is tough as nails and, yeah. and they're, they're my heroes and they're not turning around saying like, why aren't you helping me? They're just going through their, they're just doing their thing. And yep. it's, and it's incredible, but I had to lead with my story because a lot of times they didn't want to talk. Like, of course, they're like, who are you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 100%. I mean, that, and that, that was, yeah, it's, uh, um, but you can't judge them for having their guard up and their, their walls built up because it's only a result of the way that they've been, people have been treated you know, um, we, like you said, people don't, when you're a child or a, you, you're open and you're just, you're, you're willing to have communications with literally anybody. And then at some point, you know, you just stop trying. Mm-hmm. And then that wall that you build up hardens you. Yeah. Well, there's a whole another like fear and all this, you know, all of that. But what I learned was that I needed to be even more open, lead by example here's, here's, let me just air. This is my story. Okay. I'm just going to throw it out there. And if there's anything in there that connects with you, I want you to know I'm a safe place and I'm seeing more of that. And that was the point of my, my sidebar is that I love to see that and how, if I have to start with my story, absolutely. If it makes it so that you feel not alone, 
if it, if you find any nugget of like knowledge or, or helpful information or something that gets to listen to these great stories by people who are really like, we're working together for inclusion, then, then yeah, hell yeah. I'll tell you my story all day long. <laughs> if you want all to hear. Day. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't really like, I was nervous at first, right? Because I'm shy, but um, you know. It's- you are not shy. <laughs> oh, I'm super shy. <laughs> if you are, then you've super gotten over that. <laughs> no, I've had a lot of coffee. No, I, 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 I interrupted you just because I wanted to go back to, the, I just wanted to finish that, that first story, but you were about to go into talking about your son. Oh, um, yeah, no, and you were right. It was a good, uh, that needed to probably have a, a deeper conversation. Um, Thank you for sharing. Then, yeah, absolutely. I'm exactly like you. Um, I, we can't control what life throws at us. Um, and so there's no reason to be ashamed. Um, and that through our sharing, um, healing occurs for both us and other people who hear it. So I'm the same way. My, um, my, <laughs> I, I uh, can relate to a lot of people <laughs> on a lot of levels, um, but we were, uh, I was, uh, my son played ice hockey, and um, as a mother, you're going to love this, um, I was the director of the hockey, and uh, I decided that we were not going to have um, end-of-year participation trophies, mm-hmm. because I'm sorry, parents just paid thousands of dollars for their kids to play and travel all over the United States for play hockey. They don't need to get a trophy for that. <laughs> the parents showed up at the board meeting flipping out because I wasn't giving them going to do that. So hey, I, so I'm yeah. clear. just like blue ribbons for everyone. No, they wanted trophies. Yeah, but it's like, like the act- same, like, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you participated. Yeah. <laughs> you played in hockey, um, which I think is fundamentally, you know, that's a whole nother sidebar about why I think that's what the generations there we're seeing where they show up at work and they're like, I'm here. I'm here. Isn't everybody going to stand up and collapse? Well, uh, you know, started, don't yeah. get <laughs> what age uh, was how old was he? I want to say they were like, you know, eight, seven, eight years old. And um, I, uh, I lost that battle, so they got participation trophies. So I decided that um, the children needed to um, appreciate what they have. And so I really can't remember how I pulled this off. I was trying to find, I, I did go through and find my, some emails that helped me put some things together. Um, I did a, uh, a skate with um, Special Olympics. So each, uh, they told me that we couldn't do it. And then I was like, yes, we can. I got helmets. I got, I mean, you know, we were out of rink, so they could rent the skates. I had jerseys made for them all. And each, um, each hockey player on my son's team then was paired with um, a partner and they just were skating. And then they all, then all the Special Olympics um, came and, um, uh, and, or stayed and watched the game that we had later that day. Love that. So way to get creative, right? That's always my, I think that's what we have to do is like, okay, you're met with, with a roadblock or, you know, this, you couldn't teach, you were trying to teach a lesson um, and a good one, an important one, because no, as grownups, you do not get participation no tokens of of things like no. that for for anything unless you actually really participated and you won or you did something yeah. you know it's just yeah we'll talk yeah. about that in the next <laughs> but but way to get creative and and to bring people together and I love that I love that you- that's like 20 years ago so, you know, oh, it's taken I, it's crazy mm-hmm. um but yeah and they and so um uh, and it's been, it's, this has been as, as trying and difficult as that, as it has been to get this off the ground. Um, I wouldn't trade a single sleepless night mm-hmm. or a solid tear for the way, ooh, the way this has impacted my life. I got, I got. You made it. <laughs> I get you. I feel the same way or all the nights I was staying up trying to you know, figure out how I could, I could figure this out. And then 
crying, being like, have I completely lost my life? Oh. How many times yeah. have you done that? Oh, when you look at every month, when I look at my bank statement, I'm like, oh, totally. oh my God, what am I doing? Lost my mind. But yeah. God, it feels good. And you know what? If that's, you know, that to me feels like being alive. That's what I want to feel like. I want to yeah. feel like I leave this planet, hope, hopefully better than when I got here. That's all I really want. I want my daughter to grow up in in an environment where people don't just see her chair. Yes. They're so used to like seeing people and understanding that everybody's different. Everybody's got something like a little bit more like open to what's actually happening. And, and I will go down swinging <laughs> oh, without question. I'll tell you that right now, but yep. I, I feel you and I understand you. I and mean, thank you for sharing that because I, I was wondering if, I didn't know what your background was. And so to be that um, creative and to come up with something so beautiful with all these many different aspects of ways to get everyone together and accommodate everyone, um, certainly you had to have had some experience with that. So thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Yeah. What were some of the challenges I wanted to ask you? And, and we don't have to um, but if it hasn't occurred on this level that you had to <laughs> met with, like, we just talked about roadblocks, hit me with the challenges. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I am fortunate enough to live in, um, I'll argue with anyone really the music capital of the world. Uh, I, I, um, I travel all over the world. I've seen concerts on in, in many countries and, um, um, Denver has, uh, I'm 10 minutes away from, you know, my sanctuary, uh, the, the absolute greatest venue in the world, Red Rocks. Um, the first time coming back there, you know, like just touching, putting my hand on the rock and I just cried and, you know, my husband's like, here already, we haven't, the show hasn't even started. It is like, oh, I miss this place so much. I and I could have went at any time, but I didn't want to go without music. I have chills. Red Rocks is the place when I, when like some of the toughest moments of my entire life, when you just, no matter what you try to do to, to self-soothe and bring yourself back to neutral. Yeah. I, if I could go home and I could just lay on the rocks, like a lizard straight up, like just, yep. there's something about Red Rocks and I get that. Uh, it's it's magical it is and then you combine that magic with the magic that I was talking about earlier and it's like you know and I cry um and and, and, and yeah and, it, and it's funny because like my friends all know you know oh she you know especially they know which songs tend to tend to trigger it um but yeah I just uh um the problem is that when I'm not anyone, right? I mean, I'm, I, yeah, I go to a lot of concerts. I, you know, I know a lot of people in that music scene, but Denver is home to some of the biggest music producers in the world. And um, they have very loud voices and very deep pockets. And so um, I think there, it is a couple of things. One, um, people see music festival and they have an already always listening concept of, oh, I know what a music festival is. And they scroll on. Um, it is, they see the words free because again, wanting to remove all barriers, 70% of people with disabilities are unemployed and it's not because they're not capable of working. Um, and after 2020, a lot of people have financial. It's it was a tough year, so I it had to be free. So they see Concert free, so it must not be people. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. It's free. We have the score. We have 11 bands, you know, and it's they're amazing, talented. It's accessible. We have we have vibration <laughs> units. We got the flooring, honey. We got a sensory tent, and it's free. Free. So yes, I I honestly I hear you, and I think these music executives. I hope that they hear you. This is not. Um, we're not really asking for help here. This is an opportunity. It is. And it's also not a diss. I think that's no. really important. It's not a diss on, no. on, on the, the music industry at no, no, no. all, no, it, at all. It's just not, it's not, they're not in this business. It's their, what I need, what they've created to make this happen. Mm -hmm. It's not a diss on, on the facilities. And, and I get that it doesn't, you know, if you to say uh, uh, you, 
that you're going to make uh, every single venue 100% accessible for all different disabilities. I'm sorry, that, that, that is not feasible. Um, do I think that they could have um, uh, uh, an, even an email where if someone does, whether they're blind, deaf, autistic, whatever it may be, that they want to come to an event at a venue, that they have someone that they can contact, they can info at, you know, disability uh, at or whatever, and they can, and they can work with them. Yes. One-offs, absolutely. Options. With yeah, so it's not yeah. a diss on them at all. And I think some people maybe got a little defensive in that it wasn't that I was pointing out, no. you know, hey, your venue is not accessible. It, it, it's just, hey, this isn't accessible, but here's what we can do for this time to make it so. I didn't know people got defensive when I just, oh, when I was yeah. like, gosh, did I come off aggressive? I don't think that at all. I think it goes back to my statement about how I was raised. And I think more people are operating in that kind of mindset of, of like, you know, the, with the polite thing to do is, is look away or like, not what you, like you said, not stare or whatever. I mean, we both know it's a bunch of baloney, but right but not everybody has had the experiences we have. So it's not, a, it's, we're not throwing shade here, folks. We're talking about music lovers, one music lover to another. Right. That's it. And opportunities. And that's yeah. it. And the opportunities could be, like you said, so simple as just offer more options, like a drop-down box. Do you need, I mean, do you? It, that's yeah. what we did. Do you need? That's yeah. what we did. Yeah. Um, On our tickets, it says, you know, optional information, you don't need to give it, but if there's any information you can provide us that would make this day uh, as the best it could possibly be for you, what is it? And, you know, is whether you have a guide dog, a service dog, um, whether you use um, any assistive or adaptive technologies, you name it. And, and, it, and, you know, and people even put like, I'm gluten intolerant. You know, I mean, they put that on there in their other. It's like, fine, okay, great, because we need to know this so that we make sure that we have vegan and gluten-free, you know, options for food. You're so, such a mom. We're such moms, aren't yeah, we? You know, yeah, get in the purse and pull that out and let's have that. And so, you know, and I run back to the vendors and say, hey, by the way, do we got this covered? And like, we absolutely do. So it's that's not, yeah, and we did, and, and that's it. And then otherwise you say, you just skip that part and you go on and, it's, I think a lot of that also is just giving them a voice to be heard, mm -hmm. you know, like, Hey, yeah, this is something that would be, I thought I had it all figured out. And every day I come up with something new and my board of directors is like, that's enough. You, it's 19 days. You can not keep adding things, but like, I didn't, it don't, didn't dawn on me that like people with mobility issues or like maybe say Parkinson's can't have drink cups without lids. Oh girl, I have arthritis and my hands so bad. I could have told you that. I'm sorry. I dropped the ball. <laughs> the ball. My daughter has CP and, and we, you know, have all different kinds of adaptive silverware cups and, and all of these things, but I use them sometimes too. If it's like, if my hand is really hurting. Yeah. I hit it, hit that zip cup. Yeah. yeah. And it was awesome. Pepsi um, stepped up and they were like, um, uh, the Levitt Pavilion um, uses Pepsi products and they have Pepsi cups. And when they found out, um, I was, I asked them, Hey, by the way, could you give me the, this, um, the model, you know, not model number, the, the, you know, the, the, what kind of cups these are so I can make sure I'm getting the right lids. And like, we've got that, don't worry. And they're supplying it and making yes, sure Pepsi. they have them. Yeah. Yes, so, yeah. Like I said, yep. an opportunity people. That's and it. It's just work. It's so awesome. This is so my jam in every single, <laughs> like all the facets of it. I, I'm so excited. I will be there. Awesome. I cannot wait to dance with you and your daughters. I want that t-shirt. Yep. And yep. I, and I, I just saw the design for it yesterday. I'm super pumped. Yeah. And I'm going to help you in any way, shape, or form. I told you I'll be a sponsor, whatever it is. But I, um, I love this so much. And I thank you for, for creating something that is going to get me out be um, pioneering. Yeah. A really important life event for everyone and something that hopefully we can all move forward with and i know you and i can probably do that 
but this is beautiful and built with so much love and I'm really proud of you. I'm so glad to mm-hmm. have met you and you got me again. Damn it. Yeah. Because yeah. I will start just sobbing. But I but thank you for for no. doing this. And for thank the, you. The, thank you. For You've the, done the same thing. And for all for all the stress and all that, girl, it's worth it. It's gonna be great. It I want to know because we're like one music lover to another. On your website, I saw you have this beautiful quote by um is Elton John, I think. Yep. Um, music has healing power it has the ability to take people out of themselves for a few hours yep me after put my kids to bed and I'm like whipping up pancake mix for the next morning airpods in dancing the dance that the like yeah yeah you know whatever don't care um yes and so who's your favorite? Like, I know it's hard. It's like, what's your favorite movie or whatever? Who are oh. your favorite Well, um, so I will start this because if I say the first thing first, then that's going to be everybody's going to put. I have seen everyone from Garth Brooks to, um, to Guns N' Roses to, you know, Rainbow Kids. I, I, mean, I just love music. There's very few music uh, genres that I don't like. But I will say that the reason that my top three are who they are is because the jam band world gets community. Mm. Um, and uh, so Fish. Yeah, you're a Fish fan. Fish, 100%. But- um, uh, uh, man, you know, that. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, and it's funny because I love that there is a mis- there's this whole kind of con- uh, people who don't know fish or they only know it by the media. They have this idea of what they think it is. And I'm like, I'm fine with that because it's hard enough getting tickets as it is. Totally. So you go ahead and you think what you think of them because that's cool. I need to get my tickets and I don't want I, to I fight more people. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So fish, um, because fish was the band. Um, I, 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 I went to, uh, uh, um, you know, I was into REM and, and, and in excess and all that. I'm an eighties girl in college. And, um, I went to my first Grateful Dead concert in 1991. And I, I was like, Oh, I'm going to go see that band that plays trucking. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. And I was oh, sitting so idea and I just so and I spent all my time getting ready and I was all and I'm in the third row in front of Jerry and when they first came out I was like I didn't know that Spock from Star Trek was in Grateful Dead I'm not joking I thought Mickey Hart and Spock were one in the same Leonard I I did. The guy behind me, I hope he, I hope that somehow he hears this because he has to still be laughing. He was not doing, he was laughing so hard. And I was like, turned around. I was like, right. And he goes, yep, that's Spock. All right. And I'm like, yeah, crazy. Um, And so, so, uh, you know, and then I got really, all of a sudden I felt this, um, they played a song that was um, written for Brett. I'm one of the keyboard players who had died and um, this girl next to me who I didn't know grabbed my hand and held my hand through the song and I looked at her and tears were just crying and I realized somehow some way that I had found home yep yep and not only did you find it then but you're creating it for everybody else yeah yeah love that yeah and so so it was there and then Jerry died and then it was fish but then it was Umphreys McGee that oh. was my first time of, of discovering a band before, like I got a CD at a fish show in a parking lot and it had a marker, you know, written, um, UM and, um, it was not a great recording. I still have it. Um, but I was like, wow, these guys are really good. And needless to say, um, I just celebrated my hundredth show at Red Rocks a couple weeks ago for them. I got a shout out on Father's Day. Um, really? so, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but that's a th- See, that's the thing. Goodness. They jam band worlds. Like it is a community. We, we very much are all about the live scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I'm a ween fan and I know that that puts me in a whole nother genre. Um, but right. you know, like rainbow kid and surprise, I found them in 2019 and okay. I fell madly in love with I them am. in camp love yeah. and then oh. camp oh my gosh 
Same. And, yeah. And then I was all excited to see him. I wanted to stop you. I was like, did you say Rainbow Kitten Surprise? I love Rainbow Kitten Surprise. I mean, I love them. Wow. You, have you heard them? Yeah, that's why I was okay. like, talking, but I wanted to let you, but I was like, you've heard them? Oh, love them. Did we just become best friends? We, I think we became best friends a while ago, but yes, we're, we've just, we've just put another stitch in that bond. Yeah, for sure. Sure did. I yeah. love everything about this. I want to make it abundantly clear for, for all of our people. This is the Shine Music Festival. It's yes. August 8th at, in Denver mm-hmm. at the Levitt Pavilion. It's free, people. Free. Um, we would love donation though, right? Like, you know what we really would love is we would, we really want to, um, and I, even though it's free, I'll use the word sell out because I don't know what. So if we imagine the impact, so I think there are people out there who think that no one's really interested in this. Oh. And, and the fact that I have Special Olympics and Easter Seals and all of them on that, you know, uh, oh. uh, being there, um, I, I know that I'm in the, I know that there is an interest, but nothing, nothing, there is no amount of money, there is no amount of anything that will speak louder than us hitting capacity. Because that will speak volumes. So if you're in Denver and you like music, of, and we've got every different kind of genre represented, experience, open yourself up, experience new music. Um, sell that thing out. Make people standing outside wanting to be in. That is what's going to get the attention of the world. Because I have people driving from New Jersey. Oh yeah, I'm flying with my whole entire family to. Yeah, to they shouldn't. Be, people home. shouldn't have to. Yeah, people shouldn't have to come from, come, you know, halfway across the country, to experience live music like but, this. But it like, to be something that happens everywhere. If you build it, now I'm only speaking in movie quotes. Yep, build I it. know. Yep, if I, I built it, so now we need everyone it, to come. So let's like, um, so. If it's free though, how do we sell it out? So I, I saw that you have online. When are tickets available? Because it's so they're available long. now. They're available now. So shinemusicfestival.com slash tickets. Um, and it's just about uh um so we call it an RSVP, right? It's like grabbing your free tickets because one of the things that my one a fear that I had was that um, the communities of which we had worked really hard to include that normally aren't included um, were going to um, come and we were going to be a capacity. Oh, that would be so nice right. So um, we just want to fill it up. Yep. Let everybody know ahead of time. Hey, FYI you know, we're at capacity, we, we're full. Um, and so that's it. And, and a lot of, and the Levitt, um, like all Levitt foundations do, um, they have 26 Levitt pavilions across the United States and they give back to their communities by offering um, uh, free concerts to the communities. And so I think there's some, also a little bit of, um, they think that that's what this is and it's not, it's just happens to be that the event is that we are having and Levitt is, uh, is where we're hosting is, is hosting it that um, we are that it's still free um, so I think there was you know it's new and so um, uh, yeah. it's just getting the word out okay we gotta get the word out you got get it the so they just they just um, create a reservation basically that's it you just go in yep and then it's a good elephant we partnered with a company that um, is a, um, a collective good organization and um, and it was going to allow us to do signups so that people can think Disney fast pass, right? Um, People can sign up to, um, you can just walk up to the, uh, all the different things that we have there, but um, we also are going to allow people to sign up so that um, we can put that in there and have your QR code for entry, as well as all of your um, registrations and signups and our way to communicate with you, provide maps, let you know where, you know, everything is all in one app. So that's the reason we went with them. So that's what that's for. You just go in there um, and it is, um, be very clear, it does say optional donation, um, but that it, it's optional. That's what that word means. So if you if you can, awesome, great. Um, obviously, if we want to have another Shine Music Festival next year, we're already 
a year away. Um, and so to start um, to have some funds in the bank to keep that process going so we can keep those plans going would be great. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, uh, they otherwise, by all means, you can click on the I want to go for free. And so you just, that's it. It's real simple. Bless you. Honestly, <laughs> I love it. Do you need equipment? Like, do you have, do you need scooters or do you, do you need anything for accessibility? Like, equipment? no, I think we have all that. I mean, I think we're, I, that's, those were the things we've already really dialed in. Um, we need volunteers. You need um, volunteers. That was my next question. Volunteers. Yes, you need volunteers. volunteers. Yep. Okay. And can they, um, I think I saw it. They can volunteer on within your website. So yes, yes. There's a whole volunteer page. .com. Got it. Yep. And we're actually organizing all that this week. Um, and we were really fortunate. Um, the Autism Community Store um, has a uh, grant that they were able to give us for um, educational training. So um, we're doing a virtual training session on July 29th for everyone, whether you're a Shine team member or a volunteer, um, any of the vendors um, that is just education that's it so it's just good all the way around it's going to help you um be more inclusive in your overall thought process in your life and yeah yeah, yeah. so we're doing that and um can uh, i do that i would love to oh yeah absolutely, okay, absolutely. Bullshit, i promise the whole time yeah no, me, yeah i won't say a word but i would love no to worries. yeah um, we were really great to get that we we're really grateful to get that grant it seems you yes it really is abundantly clear that you've thought about it from every single angle. You've talked to so many people and you have to, right? When you mm. create these things that, that, that haven't been created, you just literally have to get on the level of every single human. Hundreds of people oh. I've talked to. Yeah. Hundreds of people. And yes, girl, that work, this is going to be a blasty. I can't <laughs> wait. So what about if it is our goal is to sell it out our free mm -hmm. concert, you know, mm -hmm. in reservations, what if people still want to watch the show? Do you offer it for virtually or? We are, we are working on that. Should I just run like a, I don't know. I almost said camcorder. Are those even around? I can't. Uh, well, we have, we have this, uh, <laughs> you know, we have a bunch of photographers, tons of photographers. And one of the photographers, uh, this is a the thing now. These are a social media um, uh, photographer or videographer. So they, um, they record video from their phone for social media platforms. So we have her that she's going to be going around and there's so many different elements and capturing all that and posting that on uh, social media. And um, yeah, we're, we're, uh, you know, my, my team will tell me every time I bring it up, let's focus on getting that capacity and then you can go to that level uh <laughs> i'm just i'm just curious I'll, oh i know i was saying myself from my own phone i don't care uh, <laughs> but as long as i just you know always i'm curious if you know some people still aren't ready to be out you know right. and i get that too right um but i want you know obviously you've got it covered you're gonna have all the it's outdoors it's only and it's half it's 50 percent capacity even though this denver is at 100 percent capacity um uh, levitt pavilion is 14,000 capacity and because we um took a lot of the lawn and made those pathways and we created things on there uh we limited it we're limiting capacity to 7,500 so that it creates a space so everybody can feel comfortable and there's plenty of room to spread out you don't need to be right down in the pit with everybody you know you can be kind of all over you can be anywhere you want it's outdoors beautiful colorado weather i'm so yeah. excited i'm yeah. gonna be there you'll see my shining face and we know that um you know there will be plenty of videos and snippets so people will be able to experience it no matter what but, but they're probably right. Let's get some reservations. Let's see some music, people. Let's get together. Yeah, absolutely. I, I Thank you so much for your support. I'm so grateful to have met you and to have you in my life. Likewise. Thank you for your time and for sharing all of your, your story. It's so important, as we said, to share. And girl, go. Go, girl. I 100%. love it. And maybe next year it can be in Chicago. Uh, I, it is Chicago. Chicago is my favorite city other than where I live um, because Chicago has a soul. Don't threaten me with it. Oh, man. 
I w- we'll go and we eat some Pequod's pizza because that's the greatest pizza in the whole wide world. I will like, I will do this and go down to Kingston Mines and listen to some awesome. Oh, Kingston Mines! I know. I'm telling you, I love Chicago. Is another little dive um, uh, blues bar, like a small, it's super small, but it's so good. Yeah, that whole area. Yeah. I had my batch brolette party there. I love mm-hmm. Chicago. I'm all it's in. Batch brolette because the guys were upset that they couldn't participate. So <laughs> we had to call it a batch brolette. So it's very generous. And they did a very good job. They were, they, <laughs> they actually were like, wow, you guys have way more fun parties than we have. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of yeah. course we do. Yep. Um, well, anyways, I think we should have a concert here. Yes, so. I'm in. I'm game. Yeah. I'd love to have it there. Thank you so much for everything Thank that you. you're doing. And I can't wait. Let Thank me know. Let, so let's follow up about how else I can I can help get the word out. Okay. Absolutely. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Girlfriend. You Ditto. Ditto. We laughed. We cried. We did. <laughs> yes, We're about we to did. see comments. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.